Hi, this is Kevin McCullough. Thanks for listening to the Christian Outlook podcast, where we cover today's issues from a perspective that honors your Christian faith. Our podcast is brought to you through a partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Here's another piece I trust you'll enjoy. Bill Glaze is with us. Bill's a regular guest on our show, Bethany Baptist Church in the Homewood neighborhood here in the city of Pittsburgh. Hey, Pastor, how you doing? Hey, I'm doing great. How are you? We can't complain. Bill, did you hear our previous segment? No, I didn't catch it. I was uh, tied up with something. I usually try to catch it before I come on. I know. Well, listen, we were talking about social media. There's this mom who saw, how old was the kid when he started? 12. 12 years old. And she decided that he wasn't mature enough for social media, so she promised him that she'd pay him $1,800 if he could stay off social media for six years. Until he was 18. Until he was 18, and he just cashed in. Oh, wow. That's that's quite a bit of discipline there. It Isn't sure is. it? Do you do social media? Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, just the, the regular platform. I'm not on, like, TikTok or anything like that. Uh, I'd pay to see you on TikTok, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would. Okay, if someone gave you eighteen hundred bucks, would you could you stay on social media for a while? Well, I, I, you know, it's a part. Now, when you say social media, you mean Facebook? You mean like I- internet and all that, right? No, I say Facebook, Twitter, right? You know, that's Instagram. Oh, yeah, yeah, I can, I have because I'm not on that stuff anyway, so I, oh. I would have no problem. Yeah, that's that, what... that, that that would be that would be a good. Uh, what was it, 1600 bucks for me? 1800 bucks, easy money. Well, 1800 yeah, yeah, I just gave you a raise. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's problematic for a pastor to be on social media, don't you think? Well, yeah, I mean, I, I tell you what, when I come into the office, probably the first hour I spend is just returning emails. Of course so you I don't do. Have time. Yeah, I don't have time for, you know, the other stuff. I'm, I'm sure that it is, you know, some people use it as a ministry, but, you know, it for me, it would just be another part of, of the job that's, keep me from getting to the stuff that I need to get to. I hear you. Which is the case really for everybody, if you think about it. Right. Okay. But Bill, social media aside, you came to talk to us about something very serious about the house of pain. Let's go into this. Okay. Tell us what you're thinking. Well, you know, in the uh, book of Ecclesiastes, uh, Solomon says this, and this, this seems rather strange. Uh, It is better to go to the house of mourning than to go to the house of feasting for that that is the end of all men. So he says that we are, at some point we will all end up in the house of mourning. And you know, I call that the house of pain. You know, yeah. when we go through the painful times in life, you know, and I believe that he's using the the house of mourning as a metaphor to to talk about the painful experiences uh that we go through. You know, I I went through and I'm sure that you know we all have our stories that we can tell about our painful experiences, but Toward the end of last year, you know, around November, uh, I started having back problems, mm. and, and and they were so bad that I couldn't sleep. I mean, it just it just kind of kept me up all night. And you know, I tell you what, there's there's no worse feeling than to know that you're not going to be able to go lay down in your bed and go to sleep mm. at night. You know, that you're going to be up because you can't. I mean, you know, the pain was just you know that excruciating, excruciating. So you know, it it just it, it kind of took its took its toll on me. Uh, after a while, I bet. and uh, what, you know, one day I was uh, on, on the internet, right? Not not social media, so to speak. <laughs> and uh, and God uh, just dropped this uh, this this message from Pastor Rick Warren. Just, I mean, I wasn't looking for it, I wasn't searching for it, but in the midst of my pain, you know, this this message, you know, uh, this sermon, he comes up, and you know, he wasn't able to preach at his church. He had excruciating pain in his hands, arms, feet, legs, 
uh, he couldn't do anything. It just it was just was with him all the time, and he he had surgery and you know nothing could take care of it. And so he he preached a message on how God can use pain for good in my life. And uh, you know I, I began to listen to that message and it just kind of captured me. And I listened to it over and over again, and I, I found out that you know there, as, as Solomon said, there's much more that we can learn in the house of pain than we learn you know, during times of feasting, you know, I, I, I can think, you know, all, over all the years of the parties that I went to, you know, the, the times of celebration that I went to and, and very rarely, you know, do you learn anything in those times of, of celebration? You know, you're usually there just to have a good time and enjoy yourself and yeah. have fun with people. Uh, and so, you know, there's really not a lot that you're learning at that time. But, you know, just during those times in the house of pain, man, that's when the lessons come, you know, right and left. You know, I, I have a poem that I quote often, and it says, uh, I walked a mile with laughter. She chatted all the way, but left me none the wiser for all she had to say. I walked a mile with sorrow, and ne'er a word said she, but all oh, the things I learned when sorrow walked with me. And so I think about being in the house of pain and, and the lessons that, that, that are there. And, and sometimes, you know, we, we come to those places and we want to squirm out of them. You know, we, 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 you know, we want to jump out of them instead of saying, you know, God, don't let me waste this trial that I'm going through. Don't let me waste this painful experience, but let me learn uh, something out of it. And, and so, you know, Pastor Rick Warren, he, he gave five points, and I'll just give them to you real quick. He said, God used pain to guide and direct, to goad and correct, to gauge and inspect, to guard and protect, to grow and perfect. And, you know, I began to meditate on each one of those and saw how that, you know, even during my painful experience, that God was working and teaching me lessons. And I just had to be still and hear those lessons that, that God was teaching us. So, you know, going back to, you know, as a matter of fact, one translation of Ecclesiastes 7 says it's better to spend time at funerals than it is at parties. And, uh, you know, I, I love that translation, you know, because it, and the thing is, you know, we seem to be more contemplative when we're, you know, in a funeral or time of sorrow. You know, we begin to think about our own mortality, you know, in the midst of heaviness. So, uh, you know, I, I tell I'm, I'm telling people now, you know, I don't want to go through the house of pain. I don't want to see you go through the house of pain. But if you find yourself there, you know, get get it, get all that you can out of that. Learn the lessons that that God is trying to work in your life as you go through that time. That's fabulous, Bill. That's really excellent. So what I take, though, right, because all of us, of course, are living in the house of pain, as you say, one season or another, sometimes years and years throughout that. But if you don't know God and if you're not leaning on God, then, you know, the pain is necessarily wasted in some way because it's just painful and there's no place to put it. Right, right. Well, you know, uh, I, I encourage people, because see, John, even sometimes as Christians, you know, we can go through painful experiences, and then we can end up getting bitter with God. Mm-hmm. You know, we end up, again, trying to squirm out of our situation and circumstances. And so I'm, t- I'm telling people, you got to bring God in it. You know, it's just not enough to say that I'm a Christian. It's just not enough to say, well, I know the Lord. Mm-hmm. You've got to bring God into that painful experience. And, uh, you know, it's, it's just like uh, Jesus. It says that, you know, he tasted death for all of us. So, you know, he, he knows what it's like. So he, he's not some outsider that says, okay, well, I'm looking down and seeing people going through pain. 
and, and not knowing what it feels like. And so that's what I'm saying. You know, you have to bring God in it. You know, you have to uh, bring him in it, you know, through finding him in scriptures. You know, I, I find that, you know, in a time of pain, you know, there's a couple lessons that we can learn. And, and one of the lessons is is that it, pain ought to cause us to, to search for God in deeper ways. You know, you think of Job and all that he went through. And I remember uh, one of the verses that he says, oh, that I might find him. You know, God put out an APD on God. You know, uh, Job put out an APD on God. Oh, that I might find him, that, that I might go to him, you know, and, and, and bring him into this situation so I can ask him questions and so that I can interact with him. So, you know, pain should lead to a deeper search for God. But, you know, the most thing, uh, the most important thing is that pain should lead us to change. You know, I was uh, reading a quote. And it says, pain never leaves you where it found you. You know, it's either going to make you bitter or it's going to make you better. Pain is not going to leave you right there where you're at. And so I, I pray that, you know, as I go through those painful experiences, that there might be change, you know, for, for the better, that God might point things out in my life that I need to address and change so that I can become more conformed to the image of Christ. Yeah, so the experience isn't wasted. Exactly, exactly. Amen, yeah. Bill. Yeah, I, I think that a lot of people waste their experience, you know, and they just go through it, and it's, and it's almost like, you know, it's, it's, it's like the guy who uh, was beating his head against the wall, and uh, somebody asked him, you know, well, why do you do that? He said, because it feels so good when I stop. Well, you know what, you know, you know, people that, you know, go through that painful experience, they beat their, their head against the wall, and, and, you know, they're not learning anything. You know, the, the, the lesson that they're learning, well, when it's over, you know, it feels good. But they walk out of there with, with no lesson learned. Yeah, and all beat up, right? Take a long right. time to recover yeah. from that, too. Yeah, exactly. That's right. Bill, it's so good to talk to you. Tell us what's going on at Bethany. Well, you know, with the restrictions uh, being lessened, you know, we're able to open up uh, more and more. Fabulous. You know, uh, we, we were just for the longest time worshiping on Sunday morning. But now we're beginning to open up other dimensions of our good. church. So I'm excited about that. Excuse me. Uh, so I'm excited about that. And we are just about finished with our new sanctuary. What? So hopefully in May, we will occupy our new sanctuary. Wow. That's super exciting, Bill. It's been a long time, hasn't it? Oh, yeah. It's been, we, we call it a journey to the promised land. <laughs> and uh, it, it, it's, been, it's been a journey to the promised land. And God has been faithful and, and been with us the whole way. Fabulous. Well, Pastor, always a pleasure. That's a great word today mm-hmm. about pain. Uh, hey, what happened to your resonate. back, Bill, after well, all yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Did, did the pain subside? Yeah, you know what? Uh, after a while, it just seemed, I, I don't know if it was a nerve or what, but it just I, you know, seemed like it worked itself out. Uh, you know, I, I never did go to the doctor. I should have gone to the doctor. <laughs> I, I, I didn't go. You're so like I, a guy. I'm them, I'm a, yeah, I'm one of them hard-headed men. Get yeah. out of here. Uh, I mean, for goodness sake, yeah. Bill. I get it, Bill. I'm, I'm glad with you. for you, though. Yeah. Very glad. Good. That's a real Thank good you. word. Thank you. Take care, Bill. Pastor Bill Glaze, Bethany Baptist Church in the Homewood neighborhood here in the city of Pittsburgh, talking to us about the House of Pain. Thanks for listening to Christian Outlook. Our program is coming to you today in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. It's America's most unique graduate leadership programs offered on Pepperdine's breathtaking campus in Malibu, California. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. If you enjoy our podcast, take a moment and tell a friend to subscribe today.